Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. Hello, folks. Dan Bird here on Wednesday, November 15th. We are halfway through Q4, if you can believe it. Uh, I'm going to share my screen real quick. This is the midweek update um, for the ORAT Nation. Thanks for joining. Zuber is still away, so I'm going to do this for the uh, just for the midweek. Let's see. Let me share my screen here. And we'll jump into the homepage. So anyone that is interested in getting the newsletter, just uh, go to breakpointtrading.net and right up here in the upper right, you can just click on that. Here, the uh, status from IBD is still market and confirmed uptrend. And we are off to the races. So everything looks really good. Let's take a look at the S&P. S&P, bring this in a little bit. S&P. Still looks good. It's getting to overbought territory. <clears throat> when it gets above 70 here, that's um, the momentum is overbought. Doesn't mean it can't stay there for a while, though. So it could very well just hang out there. We're right at 4,500, which, you know, I'm expecting because there's some resistance from back here. I'm expecting probably some sideways or even some retracement to go on here, maybe back to 4,450. We'll see if that happens, but overall it looks pretty good. The NASDAQ, same thing. NASDAQ looks really great. Sitting right at this resistance level, you can actually see it right there. Um, if I pull this line over a little bit, you can see that we are right at resistance. And then there's the next, uh, next level we need to get to. So we're probably going to consolidate for a little while, probably consolidate sideways, maybe even down slightly. Um, if we just continue higher, and there's some more earnings still coming. You've got Walmart reporting, I think, tomorrow. Um, I mean, that could send it higher. And all the momentum indicators are still moving up, even though this one is a little bit overbought. We'll see how that goes. The Dow, interestingly, I'm going to talk about this in a few minutes. Um, but notice where the 50 and the 200-day are right there. So keep that in mind. I'm going to talk about that little little occurrence right there. Um, now let's um, let's go into the main page here and take a look at what happened today. So this is uh, this is my homepage. So you can see right here the uh, everything was up. Everything's green, including the VIX. Interestingly, not by much just two cents, but even the VIX was positive. And that doesn't happen very often. So S&P over here, you can see the Dow. The Dow continued higher. S&P had a little pullback at the end of the day. NASDAQ also pulled back a little bit after two o'clock, pulled back down. Um, the small caps and the mid caps are still struggling a bit, even though they were positive. 
So mid caps up about a quarter of a percent. And then NASDAQ 100, which is where the Magnificent Seven reside, um, that was up slightly, very slightly. So not, not a huge move overall. The Dow probably had the best one with almost a half a percent, but it was a move upwards and certainly was positive. So that's good. Bonds, see the 10-year treasury right here? There's the 10-year. 10-year started to move back up again. Came off of this 4.4%, moved up to 4.5%. So 1.5% gain, oh, that's a 30-year, two, over 2% 2 gain on the 10-year. So the 10-year is starting to move back up a little bit. And then bonds, uh, which usually move the opposite to the yield, so that naturally went down a little bit. US dollar was also up slightly. There's the dollar after a, a big downtrend up until this morning, really, the dollar started to go higher. We'll take a look at that too real quick in a minute. Commodities, um, gold moving down slightly. Most of the other commodities were down. Silver was up, interestingly. So silver moving the opposite of gold. Had a nice run today, actually, 1.3%. Um, Copper was up a bit, so that's good. Oil still continued its trend downwards, and gasoline as well continued their trends down. Uh, natural gas okay, had a little bit of a bump today, so that was good. Crypto, Bitcoin, again, continues higher. Ethereum as well looks similar. So most of the, um, in fact, all of the cryptos were positive today. And Bitcoin in particular had a nice run. 35.5 to 30, over 37.5. So over $2,000 gain today, almost 6%. That was a huge run for Bitcoin today. So that was good. Um, let's let's uh, come out of this and take a look at the market movers of the Dow. You can see Disney was number one right near the top, but all of these were positive as well. In fact, if we go to the bottom of the list, um, these are the negative ones, the ones at the, at the very bottom was uh, Goldman Sachs. Actually, I'm sorry, Merck was at the very bottom along with uh, salesforce.com, but not by much. So mostly they were all up. Sector summary, these are some uh, staples and financials. Financials usually uh, performs well in the fourth quarter, especially November, but it also into December. Uh, staples is a defensive sector. So that one actually was leading today. Um, we'll see if that means anything, but communication services was up there as well, which is an aggressive sector. And then we have technology and consumer discretionary, the two other aggressive sectors, all of these were positive. The only negative ones were utilities and energy down here near the bottom. Okay, and then uh, we'll look at industry groups at the top, recreational products, renewable energy is starting to make a comeback. That's interesting. Look at that, that might be a place to start looking at. Uh, automobile index is starting to recover as well. Retailers. So everything is looking good. Banks, by the way, again, financials usually do well. I'll talk about banks in a minute as well. Um, they are actually starting to recover nicely. So banks are starting to pull back up. Auto parts too are just bouncing off the bottom and commercial vehicles down here looking good too. 
So that's where we are. This is my best of the best chart list at the top. Freeline Therapeutics, Lifeway, which has been near the top for quite a while. Expedia had a good day. So uh, American Eagle had a good day. That looks pretty good. So those are all up. All right, so let's take a look uh, at the website. And I wanna point out a few things. If we go to the market bias matrix, and I mentioned this the last time on Sunday that a lot of these on the short-term bias had turned green. They continue to turn green. 75% of them now are bullish on the short-term basis. And I said then that these medium-term would probably start turning green as well. And they are starting to do that. That's at 45% now. So that's starting to turn green. And even the long-term are starting to move green right now too. If we look at the chart over here, this really tells the story. So this orange line is the short-term bias. The gray one is the medium term. So you can see medium term is trying to catch up to the short term and then long term should follow after that. So these things should all run in sequence. <clears throat> and then overall, we're almost uh, we're over the 60% line, which is nice. Um, one thing I wanted to point out here on the Dow, I had one of, uh, one of my subscribers sent me a copy of an article that was written saying, that the Dow just had a death cross, which is where the 50-day crosses over the 200-day. You folks might have seen that article as well. Um, anytime there's a negative article like that saying a death cross or the market's crashing, it usually gets near the top of the page. Um, my response to him, he sent me that through text. My response in text was clickbait. And then I sent him a, a long explanation of, of why that was. And I'm gonna go into that in detail, that whole explanation that I gave him. I'm going to do that in this weekend's newsletter, so <clears throat> stay tuned for that. But what I want to point out here on this bias matrix, this last column, which is the long-term bias, you can see that is the 50-day crosses the 200-day. So if that is red over here, that means it is a death cross. That's what a death cross means. When the 50-day is above the 200 and then crosses below the 200, then this will turn red, and that is a death cross. This was red yesterday. It is no longer red. It is now green. So what that means is the 50 is now above the 200, not by much, but it is. So that's called a golden cross, the opposite of the death cross. I sent him that note today when I saw that, and I said, posed a question. I said, I wonder if those folks are going to print an article now that says golden cross on the Dow. I kind of doubt it. But let me show you these three, the S&P, the NASDAQ, and the Dow, which by the way, are all bullish. So short term went first, medium term went next. And now as of today, all three are bullish on the long term. So let's first look at the, uh, the Dow and I'll show you the death cross. You can barely see it where this red line crosses below the dashed gray line. You can see it over here in the exploded view, just barely. It just barely, barely crossed below it yesterday. But hey, that was enough for clickbait. That was enough to print articles that said the Dow now has a death cross. But look what happened today. We went back above it. But let's look at the S&P and the NASDAQ. Do they have death crosses too? 
So here's the S&P. Well, no, the red line, the 50 is well above the gray line. And it just had a medium term bullish signal, but it has been bullish on the long term for quite a while. And it, it is well above the 200. So it's a long way away from having a death cross. How about the NASDAQ? Does it have a death cross? Oh my God, not only doesn't it, it's even further away than the S&P is. So here's the 50 day and here's the 200 day. So the only one that just barely crossed over the 200 was the Dow. But that was enough to print an article to get folks to click on that link and get worried about the market crashing. So right now we're looking really good. Everything is moving up and continuing to move up. You can see we're getting more and more green up here in this trend chart. This is the day over day and week over week. So it has to be higher day over day and higher week over week to get a green. And we're getting more and more greens and we may actually get a long-term green here pretty soon as well. All that's very positive. Go back to the chart section. And one of the other things I showed him to say that the market's not ready to crash right now, doesn't mean it won't at some point, but it's not ready right now. If we look at the growth versus value, and that article made a point of saying, hey, in the beginning of 2022, the Dow had a death cross then, and look what happened. The whole year, the Dow went down, the market went down for the whole year. Well, let's look at growth versus value. Here's what it looks like right now. Not only is it continuing to climb higher, but it is accelerating higher. That means that growth is outperforming value. That means Wall Street is rotating out of value and into growth. Do you think they would do that if the market's ready to crash? Here's, here's the downtrend right here as growth was still, growth, yeah, went sideways a little bit, but even as the, the uh, SPY or the S&P continued all the way down to this low down here, growth versus value was starting to go back up. And large cap, mid cap, and small cap all are trending higher at the same time. You can look what happened last year when the market was, was crashing. It was the opposite. Value was outperforming growth. So Wall Street was rotating out of growth the beginning of the year, actually in December is when that first started to happen, and rotating into value. And interestingly, in December, and I pointed this out back there in 2021, which is the really the first YouTube video that I did with Zuber, I pointed this out that the S&P was heading higher and the Russell was going sideways. The, the uh, NASDAQ too was heading higher, actually outperforming even the S&P. So in the month of December, they were outperforming, but growth was underperforming value. That's what I'm looking for. That's not happening right now. Growth is still outperforming. So I think we are still good for that end of year rally. Now there's always going to be some consolidation. It's not going to always move straight up naturally. Um, in the high-low charts, I put in the, there's the bullish sentiment right here. So bullish sentiment now is starting to rotate into much more bullish territory. So, which is good for the market, but it's not good when this gets too far up. You can see when it gets up near 50, like it did here, that marked the top. And we're getting close to this top right here, which is going to be major resistance. We're actually at a, a significant resistance point just below it right, right now in the S&P, right about 45.50. So we might have a little bit more to go, but we, I wanna keep a watch on this because usually when, 
the investment managers are on one side, they usually are wrong. So you can see here, they were bullish or bearish down here, and that's when the market started to explode higher. <clears throat> so one more thing to keep an eye on. Uh, and then the McClellan oscillators, which I showed before, are still in very bullish territory and actually starting to move up. This is the advanced decline line, so much many more advancers than decliners, and that continues to move higher. Bullish percent index is still moving higher. This one, we don't need to start to worry until this gets up around 70, like it did back here, that marked the top right here. But we're still a ways away from that. So we could easily get to the end of December with these charts. I actually think that the rally is going to last into a couple of weeks into January, and then we'll see what happens. So that's where we are today. Uh, the last thing I want to show you is VectorVest because VectorVest is looking very bullish as well. If you'll notice down here, the market timing indicator is above one. The relative timing, which is the short-term trend is at 0.95, it's almost at one. And the buy-sell ratio now is at 0.86. Only two days ago, that was at 0.25. So that's the percentage of buys versus the percentage of sells. This is rapidly moving up. We have an up, up trend. In order for this confirmed call to turn to an up and a green signal, and this is a long-term trend. This is the last one on VectorVest that changes. This BSR needs to get above one. So we've moved, what, 60 points in two days? If we get a, a, a really good update, just one good update, that could be above one and we could get a confirmed up out of that. If we take a look at the graphs and look at the, the other signal, which is the, the do, one I like to follow, which is this one right here. This one right here is already in an up signal. It gave the up right back here on November 3rd. And then we had the sideways movement and then we started taking off again. Now, I don't like this candle here today. That's, this is just the vector vest. So I'll, I'll look at it on the S&P and see what it looks like. But this is a gravestone doji. This is a reversal candle. So this means, you know, this is, this is ready to start to decline again. Let me go back and see what the candles look like on the S&P, just for fun. Yeah, that's got kind of a doji there too. So that that's, indicates indecision. That means this big long run right here may be coming to an end. We may get a pullback, which is fine. It's, it's actually healthy. And I actually, and I've mentioned this before, I'd actually like to see, we now have a higher high right here. I'd like to see a higher low. So even if we pull back, say to the 50 day, 4350 in that neighborhood, and the 21 day right now is at, it's at 4350 exactly. So even if we pull back to 4350, that's 150 points, which is quite a bit. But if we pull back there and start it higher again, that actually would be very healthy and might be the catalyst for the market to take off. I actually think it's, you know, we might fill this gap right here. We might fill the gap down to about just above 4,400. And then that would be the higher low. We'll take off from there. We'll see. We'll have to watch it. So that's, uh, that's what that looks like. I did say I would look at uh, the dollar. So look at the chart of the dollar. The dollar has been falling significantly now. It's out of this channel up here. So it fell to the bottom of the channel, bounced back up to the 21 day and fell that back below it. 
So the dollar looks like it might continue to fall lower. Uh, the gold gold has had a little bit of a rally, but not too much of one. And then the bonds right here, you can see the bonds are starting to move up as well. So we'll keep, a, keep an eye on the dollar and see what that looks like again. Um, anybody that wants to go to the website, you don't need a subscription for the front page. All these charts, all five of these charts are right there. So you can always look at those and see what they see what they look like. Um, as well as the sec secular bull and bear charts. So we are still in a secular bull market. We're back in the channel right now. So we'll see what happens. I think we're still going to go hit a high. We're, all, we're about 7%, maybe a little less than 7% off of the all-time high right now. So that's not very far. 48.18 is the high. And today we close at 45.02. So about a little more than 300 points upwards. And we are 400 points from this bottom, which happened roughly three weeks ago. So could we go 300 points in three weeks like we've gone 400 points in three weeks? Yes, we could, but the markets don't go in a straight line. So it's not going to go straight up like that. We're going to probably get some sideways movement, maybe some retracements before we start to take off. We need really need to break out of this 4,600 level next. That's the next big one. 4,500 also. So I said 4,400 was what I was watching. We've done that. 4,500 is next. That's what we're at right now. And then 46 would be after that. All right. So that's it. Uh, that's the market for today. Um, hope everyone is safe and doing well. And I will talk to you on Sunday. I'll do another solo one on Sunday. So that's where we are for midweek and the middle of Q4 already. Just six weeks left. We're going to start talking about the uh, Santa Claus rally pretty soon and see if the market can do that again like they did, like it did last year. So that's it. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you soon. Take care.